It's June 25th, 2013. A Green News special report. As a president, as a father, and as an American, I'm here to say we need to act. President Obama's climate change speech, his warnings, his initiatives, and what it means for the future. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I don't have much patience for anyone who denies that this challenge is real. We don't have time for a meeting of the Flat Earth Society. Oh, great. There goes my weekend plans. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I know we got a lot to get to, but I want to welcome aboard our newest affiliate partner this week. Netroots Radio joins the Green News Report family. Glad to have you all on board. Woohoo! Welcome. It was a huge speech, a huge address by President Obama this afternoon. Yes, it was an historic speech at Georgetown University on Tuesday. President Obama launched his second term agenda on climate change, making the moral and economic case for climate action. He'll use mostly executive powers to do that that don't require congressional action for the most part. He opened with the economic costs of climate impacts that are already occurring. Americans across the country are already paying the price of inaction. So the question now is whether we will have the courage to act before it's too late. President Obama focused then on the economic opportunities in innovation to address climate change. His plan focuses on three fronts, cutting emissions, bracing for climate impacts, and leading international action. Now, the first initiative to cut emissions is a big deal, to establish the first-ever standards for power plant emissions. These are required by law, and he noted power plants have enjoyed a free ride on your dime. Power plants can still dump unlimited amounts of carbon pollution into the air for free. That's not right, that's not safe, and it needs to stop. Today, for the sake of our children, and the health and safety of all Americans. I'm directing the Environmental Protection Agency to put an end to the limitless dumping of carbon pollution from our power plants and complete new pollution standards for both new and existing power plants. Now, the coal industry and other major polluting industries are going to sue. They'll cost us several years of action trying to stop these changes in the courts. But the writing is on the wall. On Monday, in advance of his speech, coal company stocks took a dive as reality apparently just now dawned on investors. Now, all of these executive actions he's calling for are actually mandated, are they not, by the law, by the uh, Supreme Court, who said and that action has to be taken here? By the Clean Air Act as well. As part Part of the plan to reduce emissions, the president will also increase energy efficiency standards for appliances, renewable energy development on public lands. The federal government will get 20 percent of its energy from renewable sources by 2020, and the military is going to build and test renewable energy innovation, all of which will spark economic growth. A low-carbon, clean energy economy can be an engine of growth for decades to come. Obama was also bullish on natural gas, as he called it, a transition fuel to power the economy while we wait for cleaner energy sources to be deployed. That's a fracking transition fuel. Right. The problem now is regulation of fracking, which is still up for grabs. Obama also hit on the controversial Keystone XL pipeline from Canada. National interest will be served only if this project does not significantly exacerbate the problem of carbon pollution. A little bit of wiggle room there. What's the definition of significantly? Indeed, and I know a lot of the environmentalists were kind of excited when word leaked out uh, just before the speech 
that he was going to withhold approval of the pipeline if it was shown that there was going to be significant increases in carbon. Now some people are saying, well, he might refer to the State Department report, which showed that, uh, well, it won't have that significant an effect on the environment. So after cutting emissions, the second part of his agenda is to brace for impact, preparing the infrastructure of the nation for resilience against the impacts we're already seeing from extreme weather and those that are to come. More fires, more droughts, floods, and higher sea levels. Those, however, will require Congress to approve spending. His third major component, leading international action. Ending U.S. financing of new overseas coal-fired power plants in developing countries, signing clean energy free trade agreements to help developing nations skip over the pollution phase of development, and signing the U.N.'s upcoming climate treaty. That's due in 2016 and will fall to whoever is president and in the Senate in 2016, which is why Obama called on all of us who understand climate science to speak up and vote. Push back on misinformation. Speak up for the facts. And remind everyone who represents you at every level of government that sheltering future generations against the ravages of climate change is a prerequisite for your vote. Make yourself heard on this issue. Is this more great words from Obama and that won't be followed by action? That remains to be seen. That is the question we will be watching in the weeks and months ahead. All right. Well, I choose to dream big for a few more minutes until things all fall apart. For much more on the president's speech today and the items we couldn't get to because of it, thanks Obama, please stop by our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. <laughs>